Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is scheduled for one topic. Interview, discussions, or review all apply. Hailing from Northern Ireland is your WrestleShock host, Chris Ventomania Vint! Hello everyone and welcome to episode 10 of WrestleShock Reviews. I know it's been a while, there's been a lot of wrestling stuff that's been going on, but as you can probably tell I've been very busy with recording some Operation RetroShock and What The Shell stuff, so my apologies to do with that. So first and foremost, thanks again to Brian T. Stevenson for the wonderful voiceover there in the intro uh, just to do with myself because unfortunately Michael Lacey couldn't be here again as I'm recording on a Saturday and I'm recording at the time the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles airs in America whereas we have to wait until Monday. Wonderful. Uh, first bit of business um, is I'm sure everyone in the UK is aware that unfortunately Silver Vision from the end of December... Uh, December 31st will be the last time um, that they'll actually, you know, like, have put out WWE DVDs. Now, they will still still continue to sell them, but the NWO, the Revolution uh, DVD and Blu-ray, is the last one that they are actually producing. After 22-some-odd years, it's really, really sad um, to see them go. Obviously, we've had them on the likes of the VHSs, the... 2001 DVDs, you know, like um, basically everything has had something Silver Vision related on it, so it is very, very sad to see um, good to see that they'll still be selling the wrestling DVDs obviously while the stocks last, I don't know whether they'll be doing like what the WWE Euroshop did and just do like a massive price slash and then just trying to get rid of them Um, they'll still be operating under the name Clear Vision um, which I'll be doing to do with no they sell like the UFC stuff and the um, Marvel um, things like that so make sure you're still checking that out on a continuous basis Um, so due to the fact that I obviously get the review copies from Silver Vision. Hopefully, I'll still be able to do that once the license to um, make the WWE DVDs and Blu-rays is passed over. Um, hopefully, that will still be the case. Um, but I'll keep you updated on that. If not, then um, I'll just have to buy them sporadically. I still do get them, but obviously, I'm quite a bit behind. Um, so uh, it's just be a case of doing that there so the first one I'm going to do two reviews today and then tease the one I've just mentioned there now will be an upcoming one because it's just literally landed through my door and I'm waiting for a couple of people to come around tonight uh, to sit down and watch it and um, then I'll do a review on that Um, so the first one I'm going to review is this This individual is cashing in his money in the bank privilege. I can't believe it! Edge cashed in his money in the bank and shocked the world! Daniel Bryan has just cashed in his money in the bank! Daniel Bryan is the new champion! See him, Punk is cashing in money in the bank! Punk's done it! Oh my god! Punk's the champion! is that contract every time it has been cashed in a new champion has been crowned 100% of the time these are opportunities the chance to be the best to experience the glory of being champion but this kind of opportunity 
never comes easy. You have to grab the briefcase that hangs high above the ring. Inside of that briefcase, a contract guarantees the victor a championship opportunity any place, any time over the next year. But in order to get there, you have to climb the ladder. Hanging high above two heart-pounding battles, two championship match contracts await. For some, it's a familiar challenge, and for others, an historic first. Got money in the bank, two things happen. Big Show will finally be stopped, and I will win money in the bank! Money in the Bank 2012 pay-per-view, uh, which I've actually just clicked on the wrong button here, so just give me a sec while I go back here. Um, yes, so Money in the Bank 2012, uh, available in Silver Vision, 10.99 for the DVD or 11.99 for the Blu-ray. The code is WWE1366 or WWEBD1366 if you're wanting to get the um, Blu-ray version of it. Um, now, it's been a while since I've watched this, so um, I'm just going to come off with um, things that come off the top of my head. So, the World Heavyweight Championship contract Money in the Bank ladder match featured Christian, Dolph Ziggler, Tensai, Santino Morello, Damon Sandow, Tyson Kidd, Cody Rhodes and Sin Cara. Um, obviously, this was probably the last pay-per-view we've seen Tensai involved in for a good reason. Um, you know, we we had quite a few good characters here, like Christian, Dolph Ziggler, Sandai, Cody Rhodes, Tyson Kidd. You know, like I think he was the Shelton Benjamin or John Morrison. You expected him to do something crazy. Um, he kind of did. And Sin Cara, obviously, near enough killed Dolph Ziggler whenever the two of them were standing at the top turnbuckle, and near just. Um, they, he went to do a finisher, they kind of both fell and it looked like Ziggler had damaged his neck, thankfully he didn't but um, it is a growing trend with Sin Cara and it's something that it's only a matter of time before either he injures himself or somebody else and hopefully it doesn't happen um, obviously coming into this match we had Dolph Ziggler and Cody Rhodes were the favourites um, and Damien Sandow was relative unknown at that time you know this is his first kind of pay-per-view um, match that he'd been into if memory serves um, and it was a case of obviously now he's teaming with Cody Rhodes his team Rhodes Scholars which I absolutely think is fantastic um, some great spots in this um, match um, as I've said you know um, from Tyson Kidd you know there's a part where he jumped on to the top uh, of the rope and then jumped on the ladder um, Tensai grabbing Dolph Ziggler and throwing him over the announce table 
um, just some uh, obviously money in the bank is what you come to expect for that there um, it's just really really good um, match and Ulf Ziggler won the match uh, at the time of recording is yet to cash it in so um, I'm hoping he either cashes in Survivor Series or keeps it until Wrestlemania uh, wins Royal Rumble uh, wins the belt then you know goes for a WWE belt wins that and then cashes in wins the World Heavyweight Championship that's my prediction I don't think it'll happen but I'm just you know putting it out there um whenever they'd announced the wwe contract one it was john cena versus kane versus chris jericho versus the big show um with the stipulation being in that is that you had to be a former wwe heavyweight champion um in order to compete in that ladder match now randy orton was just coming off a suspension um i think Rey mysterio was coming off his as well um so we kind of expected either one of them or both of them to make an appearance at this pay-per-view but it was actually the miz who returned um to put his name into going for that um championship match um there was an interview um well not an interview he basically just came out before the uh, next match for the World Heavyweight Championship it was great to see the Miz back. It certainly looked a lot different. It looked a lot um, rougher um, with his hair not being, you know, all spiked up and stuff. You know, growing a beard just seemed to be a lot more serious, which was good to see. Um, Miz has been one that has vastly improved over the years in my opinion and the way Trish Stratus did um, for the Divas you know didn't really know an awful lot um, came into the business um, then just proceeded to work 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 and was one of the top stars and I think the same could be said for The Miz uh, if you compare him to whenever he was doing his arm wrestling matches with Daniel Pewter and all that kind of stuff um, a total different kettle of fish but um, it's good to see them. it was good to see The Miz back uh, then we had one of many matches between Sheamus and Alberto Del Rio. Um, I think this kind of was one of those matches that um, it just went on too long. You know, there was far too many um, matches between those two, and I hope it doesn't happen between Sheamus and The Big Show um, because The Big Show just—I know it's not—he's not Mike's favorite character, um, mine either. But I would rather—I would have rather seen. Um, Sheamus versus The Miz for the championship I think that would have had more promise uh, but obviously Sheamus comes out of the match and wins it um, so uh, a pretty much a nothing match there in my opinion um, Sheamus's reign as World Heavyweight Championship had some good matches and some bad matches obviously his matches between Del Rio then he had matches against Orton as well and then as recently you know Big Show so um it was good to see that rivalry kind of come to, come, starting to come to an end. Uh, we had Epico and Primo versus the primetime players. Um, uh, this was obviously whenever Abraham Washington... Oh, hell no! There you go, Mr. Big Red. Um, was still there. Um, I think the crowd were dead for this match. And it was only really whenever he started, you know, saying, Hey, Rosie, you can't dance. Go, you know, like, go, oh, Primo, this isn't Taco Bell. Um, the... Um, crowd started to laugh and started to come, become a bit more involved um, which you kind of need um, especially if you're putting on a wrestling match you need the crowd to actually be involved in it um, Matt Stryker interviews AJ this is obviously whenever AJ was uh, just a little bit on the schizo side because I don't want to see the C word in case uh, she finds me and hunts me down um, 
as she was referee for the notice qualification match for WWE Championship CM Punk versus Daniel Bryan. Obviously, this was a great match. Um, I have a funny feeling this was the one after. Um, this was their second one. Um, and obviously, these two were brilliant on the indie scene. Um, obviously, fantastic in the WWE, but it was a case of these two kind of were just, are just brilliant wrestlers you know that's what they are um you know the amount of holds that we're doing you know daniel bryan quite the submission expert you haven't had one of them wwe for quite some time um aj's involvement then it wasn't really as important or as um groundbreaking or you know special as we all wanted it to be we all thought that she would kind of you know screw them both over or something like that but then the day was a case of you know nothing untoward happened and cm punk retained his wwe championship and still has it to this day and that's like 344 odd days or something and then we have a two-on-one handicap match ryback versus kurt hawkins and tyler rex um still ryback was getting the goldberg chances he's still getting today um and it's the case of he seems to be getting a bit more over after um, just being in the Hell in Cell with uh, CM Punk and obviously getting screwed out of that by the referee, which Alan Price called. Well done, sir. Uh, Ryback was victorious between Hawkins and Rex. Um, and pretty much just what you kind of expected from Ryback, to be honest. Um, just basically a handicap match, very, very quick match, and that was that. Uh, we had a Divas tag team match, which was Layla, Caitlin, and Tamina versus Beth Phoenix, Natalia, and Eve. You know, and then we had the WWE Championship contract Money in the Bank ladder match between John Cena, Kane, Jericho, Big Show, and The Miz. Um, one of the standout, standout points for me for this was whenever the Big Show was trying to get the reinforced ladders into the ring and couldn't do it. Um, was trying his best to try and put them into the ring, but couldn't actually do them. Um, Obviously, you had a, a lot more heavyweights in this. You know, Kane, Big Show, obviously not known for his athletic ability. Um, Kane and Kane and Jericho and The Miz would kind of be more risk takers than the likes of say Cena or The Big Show. But even then, you know, like they're all pretty much, you know, you don't see them going up the top rope that much to do high cross bodies or drop kicks or whatever. Um, you know, five star frog splashes, that kind of thing. Um, but I think everyone pretty much wanted the Miz. Obviously, some like Mr. Big Red nineteen ninety wanted Kane to win. Personally speaking, I wanted Jericho to win, and it was John Cena that won um, this match. Would go on to cash it in against CM Punk and lose. Be the only person who's actually cashed it in and lost because uh, he wanted to do it the honest way or something. So yeah, way to go there, Cena. That was really well done. Um, but Money in the Bank year on year, um, I think 2010 and 2011 were the stronger years. Uh, this was a pretty good card, you know, pretty good um, event. If you haven't watched it, you know, I would suggest you pick it up. Um, the differences between the DVD and the Blu-ray. Um, if you give me two seconds while I'm on Silvervision's page here, I will tell you. Um, there's just a couple of um, Blu-ray exclusive John Cena and Kane vs Big Show and Jericho from Monday Night Raw 9th of July AJ proposes CM Punk 
um, Jerry Lawler versus Michael Cole, CM Punk and AJ versus Daniel Bryan and Eve, and then we had from SmackDown Ryback versus T- Tyler Rex, Sheamus versus Jericho, and Cara versus Alberto Del Rio. So the running time is like an extra hour and fifteen minutes, near enough. So if you have a Blu-ray player for the sake of a pound, you know you're getting a lot more content, uh, which is a good thing to see. You know that they keep doing that. But now on to the main event. Well, it wasn't really the main event of that or any other pay-per-views, which was kind of worrying because he was the WWE champion. That's right, I'm going to talk about this fella. He wasn't always the best in the world, but he always believed he was. by his own blood. I watched all the resources and everything go to the brother who stole from me, and I was just like, peace out. Propelled by his own desire to succeed, to change the rules, to become CM Punk, best in the world. In this exclusive compilation of never-before-seen interviews and untold stories, explore the straight-edge superstar's personal sacrifices. I can't tell you all the things that I neglected or missed or just completely ruined. I wasn't into burning bridges. I would blow the bridges up like while I was still on them. His struggle for recognition within the WWE. You look at the dude and think, oh, this is the guy that's going to go park our cars, or this is the guy that's going to steal our car. One of the two. Nobody in WWE knew what to do with him. They just signed a guy that had some buzz. A lot of people thought he tarnished the championship. I went to Vince and I said, this is unacceptable. That was the last drop. And the infamous moment that rewrote CM Punk's destiny. They're going to give you a microphone and they want you to air your grievances. I have a lot of things I want to get off my chest. Vibe backstage was so indescribable. Just people freaking out. I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it right now. Nobody can touch me. Pipe bomb. CM Punk. Best in the world. Available now. Yes, that's right. We're going to talk about the best in the world, Mr. CM Punk. Um, Obviously, CM Punk's been in the WWE for quite some time. Um, but it seems to be now is whenever he's getting his spotlight, um, which is good to see. Um, obviously, this is the first time we've had CM Punk talk about himself, um, even at the start, you know, whenever he's talking about his mother and father and stuff. He says, like, oh, so this is the this is the true story you want and all this kind of stuff. So goes on to talk about his, his parents and how like his dad uh, was late picking him up from Little League and was throwing up on the way home and um, then decided to leave them and go and live with his his friend and their parents and you know like you said that he could have been happier um, which was good you know um, obviously you don't want anyone to have a poor upbringing but it seemed to be these people kind of turned him around Um, you hear about him talking about you know as you did with like Matt and Jeff Hardy whenever they made their own um, independent wrestling organisation, Punk kind of did the same, kind of um, had like lots of people come in there, like three, four hundred people which was, well, you know, quite good for a wrestling event that, you know, isn't really publicised, you know, it's just you know, backyard wrestling, backyard fame, if you want to call it that 
um taken to taken to the road you know um you know wrestling uh, as you've I, again you know paying his dues on the road you know staying in uh, motels or cars whatever um and just like um there was a match that he had with Eddie Guerrero I think I was in uh, Ring of Honor if memory serves um and he thought like he knew quite a lot and then whenever Eddie got in the ring he he said that he hardly knew anything you know so he was constantly learning constantly growing and um just generally being a student of the game and taking things under his hat you know and him and Cole Cabana became really good friends um had like loads of matches and stuff it seemed to be you know like obviously back in the day Ric Flair would have loads of matches with Ricky Steamboat you know Hulk Hogan would have matches with pretty much anyone um but there always seemed to be that special somebody for everyone Cole Cabana and uh, CM Punk seemed to be the two together um the great friends still to this day you know and um whether we see Cole Cabana come back to WWE hopefully as Cole Cabana and not you know Scotty Goldman um, but that's one thing about this DVD or Blu-ray set is that you do get to see some Ring of Honor um, footage as well, you know, from his time there, his promos and things like that, That's still to do with the um, straight edge, drug-free, alcohol-free. You see what the X on is, if you've got like the WWE 13, sorry I'm muting my microphone here before I sneeze. Okay, it didn't happen. Um, the X on his um, wrist, or his like a... Yeah, on his wrist, you know, um, if you see him, like, crossing his arms and then, you know, having that X, that was to do to spot underage drinkers if they were in, like, bars and things like that. So that's kind of what that's to do with. Uh, there's a big story to do with that. And his, his friend Natalie, um, you know, to talk about that and um, the whole straight edge kind of thing and um, how all that came about. Um, obviously, in ROH, then we become the the champion and stuff, and he actually signed his WWE contract on the champion, uh, on the championship. Um, would come to WWE, and kind of nobody knew what to do with him apart from one person who still kind of deals with CM Punk, um, as we see often enough, which is Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman was salivating, he says, to work with Punk down in Ohio Valley Wrestling um, at the time which is now kind of Florida Championship Wrestling or you know that kind of thing um, just to see with that there and then this was whenever the rebirth of ECW was happening um, to do with you know the WWE side of it and um, Heyman was saying like look let me do something with this kid and um, show you what he's what he's about because they were actually just going to sign him, let him run his course, and then that was going to be it. Away you go, um, and not let him, you know, be the main event or be the superstar that he is today. So, even Punk says, you know, before that, before he came to WWE, he owed his career to himself, whereas now he owes his career to Paul Heyman because Paul Heyman was the one who bat, went to bat for him. Um, uh, obviously he's one of the superstars now that has like the bosses you know like Orton and Cena that kind of thing uh, became increasingly frustrated with the WWE as well um, there's actually a chapter here entitled Frustrated Beyond Belief um, so 
just the, the fact that you know they didn't know what to do with him they would have you know like an angle say like to do with um, there's a moment where he says that Michael Hayes and Vince were saying I've got a challenge for you and Punk's like great love challenges what is it and go like we're going to turn you heel yeah but what's the challenge like we're going to turn you heel with you know Michael says you have it in you but I don't think you do that kind of thing and Punk's saying no seriously what's the challenge like, is he See effing with me and go like Vince. Three months down the line, I'll be the best heel. In the co- I'll be the best heel you've ever been, you've ever seen. Um, obviously, we all know the story about Money in the Bank 2011. Um, whenever he was out of coming out of contract and um, didn't wasn't going to sign the contract, won the belt, and then we had some great promo work, like whenever he was showing up at you know the comic conventions and things like that, and just supreme, brilliant work by Punk. Uh, Punk has always been a gem on the microphone. You know, we see that as well. Whenever he, we kind of see the rebirth of him, as whenever he sits down in the Austin T-shirt and just says whatever he wants to say and just kind of goes off on one and that is just fantastic um it's definitely it definitely i mean the stone cold steve austin documentary that came out um the best you know i think it's called the best like superstar ever whatever whatever it's called i can't remember the subtext of it but the one that came out in blu-ray and dvd was probably my favorite um this is a, a close second this is a very very strong um dvd um you do have so many good um matches on as well which i'll go over in a minute um but it's just the fact that um you get to see punk sit down and talk the only thing i don't like about this dvd is how it ends really abruptly kind of just ends with you know what it's like a ring of honor promo and you just hear him you know saying about straight edge and things like that and then just ends um we have the likes of Joey Mercury on this who um, says about his time whenever he joined the Straight Edge Society obviously with Punk um, the troubles he had um, to do with his obviously Punk Straight Edge he had like some drug and alcohol um, problems and he was near enough going to lose his house and Punk wrote him, wrote him a check and bought his house you know and said that Punk is fiercely loyal if you are loyal to Punk it's kind of the same way you know which is which is a good way to be you know trust and loyalty is a two way street you know so just going to run down some of the matches here um, now I'm going to go through the DVD first now the DVD is seventeen ninety nine. Um the recommended retail price is £40 so that's if you go in the likes of HMV or stuff you'll probably pick it up there for that price the approximate running time is 7 hours 7 minutes for the DVD <clears throat> so um, disc 1 is all like his um, autobiography stuff um, you have like some extra um promos and stuff there so we have the finals match in the OVW World Heavyweight Championship Tournament uh, Brent Albright versus CM Punk CM Punk versus Just Incredible CM Punk versus Morrison um, which he said was probably one of the best matches he ever had and said that the matches he had with Morrison prior to that were nothing but rubbish Jericho versus Benjamin versus Morrison Carlito CM Punk MVP Mr. Kennedy from WrestleMania 24 obviously that's whenever Punk won uh, Punk and Kofi Kingston versus Cody Rhodes and Ted DiBiase for a World Tag Team Championship match from 2008. Uh, CM Punk versus Regal from 19th of January 
if we go on to disc three, we have Jeff Hardy versus CM Punk from August two thousand and nine, uh, SummerSlam. Je- Rey Mysterio joins the SAS versus CM Punk's hair from Over the Limit two thousand and ten. Money in the Bank two thousand eleven, Cena vs Punk. WrestleMania twenty eight, Punk vs Jericho, and Over the Limit um, we have CM Punk vs Daniel Bryan. Now I'll just click on Blu-ray here. Uh, Blu-ray is twenty-two ninety-nine. It's actually eight hours twenty-nine minutes. So, see if there what the Blu-ray extras are here. Um, that's all from that. Um, Blu-ray exclusive content. You have some promo things basically there, and a finals match in the Intercontinental Championship. Um, tournament Rey Mysterio versus Punk from Armageddon so you have to do with like probably the Twitter you know I'm a Paul Heyman guy six people one room Kofi's challenge Wrestlemania day I think that's to do with backstage at Wrestlemania t- um, 28 um, and that kind of thing so a fantastic um, item there um, if you are a wrestling fan if you're a punk fan this needs to be in your collection I would highly recommend the Stone Cold Steve Austin one obviously which I've done a uh, review of but this one here is one of those ones that whenever you put on you never get tired of watching just to see how much punk has actually grown from being in the double you know from being in the minor leagues you may as well say to the WWE um, so that's going to basically do it for us about half an hour there just quick reviews there um if you are on youtube you'll notice that i have a youtube channel Ventomania. um i did a um couple of question and answer videos and i did an interview an interview uh, <laughs> i did a video with my good friend chris hill mr big red 1990 um chris healy the tiny on twitter or swanton girly on um youtube and alan um, who obviously um, you would have heard at the start of WrestleShock um, in its early infancy and Operation RetroShock uh, will be doing round table um, videos you know like so will be I think the first video we're talking about how we came to love wrestling and our, our first t-shirts that kind of stuff but we would like to hear from you we'd like to hear what ideas you would have for us you know like so if you're like say Mike Lacey or if you're um Barry Man fan, you know, like Rory Bradfield, um, whoever you are listening to this, you can write me an email, vinto316 at gmail.com, um, or you can leave a um, reply to this on Podbean or what have you. Um, just let us know what you would like us to talk about wrestling related. Um, would you like us to do a DVD review? Would you like us to talk about our favorite five DVDs? You know, that kind of thing. Um, just leave us a comment or send me an email. Um, we will be doing competition giveaways as well, um, which have yet to be determined, but um, some upcoming stuff there. Um, so anything like that there you would like to get in touch with us about, feel free to do that. We will have our own Twitter page, um, which um, you can then follow and tweet us your ideas. So even if you're on Twitter and want to do that, I'm at Vinto316, and you can just drop me a message and say, Hey Chris, um, wrestling roundtable review idea um, and then just write what it is um, that would be superb um, so thank you all very much for listening I know it's been a while Wrestle Shock seems to come and go so hopefully I'll get into more routine and doing this it's just trying to find a time coming up to Christmas time work is hectic um, if you are a fan obviously of the WWE video games check out ORS reviews um, I, w- I think it was one of the last ones it wasn't 
13 was, uh, was episode 13 sorry uh, where Alan and I preview the WWE 13 game a review of that will be happening very soon I just got it the other day started playing it very good game very difficult either that or I'm slipping in my skills as a WWE um, g- gamer um, but that's basically going to do it um, just thank you very much for listening and I leave you with a trailer for an upcoming item which I will be reviewing on WrestleShock Reviews. So thanks for listening and boom! Nobody saw that coming. It uh, meant the changing of the guard, the changing of the complexion of a company. You know it's going to leave a big impact. It was the moment that everything changed. What has he done? Hulk Hogan has betrayed WCW! This right here is the new world order of wrestling, brother! Industry was altered forever. You want to go to war? You're going to get one. New, 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 new world order. A hostile takeover. We had SWAT teams and fire trucks showing up on our set. There was something real going on there. Shifted the balance of power. We shall rule for life. People tuned in to see what these guys were going to do next. They felt real. But this battle for control... There was an element to when you saw them on TV. Really unorganized. Everybody lost focus. Led to the beginning of the end. That was the first huge, huge blunder. To be honest with you, it was humiliating, it was embarrassing. I was never so happy to see something come to an end. Hit the music, I'm out of here! Radical. Groundbreaking. WWE Home Video presents NWO The Revolution. Available now.